Hey, job. Uh, hey, hey, again. This this isn't uh. What do you what do you doing? Bob? So last week there was oh, an God. episode of Game of Thrones, and boy was it bullshit. Do you want to talk about it? Again, no, God damn it, the they ruined podcast. it. Ken Hart. Why'd they ruin it? Ken. Daenerys is going to come down and go, just kill all the women and children, okay? Again, again this, is, this is the wrong podcast. What podcast am I on? You're on, you're on Football After Dark. But th- this isn't the Gen Jump show. Are you okay? Are you okay, And bud? then they ruined oh, Jamie's character arc. <laughs> what the fuck? What a redemptive streak, and then you're Again. just going to do nothing? Just going to do nothing with that? Again. Yeah. You're on the wrong podcast. Welcome everyone to Football After Dark. I was going to put it in post. Don't worry, I'll fix it. Hold on, we'll reintroduce the show. I was going to cut it in the middle of him. Uh, oh, yeah, I got no, I got this. I got to prepare for a different podcast now. Hang on. Uh, I'll do the theme song. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> Please don't Monday Night copyright. Party. Is that song copyrighted? Yeah. Uh, I probably. Fucking come fight me, Hank Williams. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Hank, and I'm angry. <laughs> Bring your squad of trap rappers for the new edition oh of the theme God. song and come at me, all right? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> all right, so who's going to introduce us? No one knows who we are. Uh, I do. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm this Corey guy. Corey always says the wrong shit. To my left, I, to my left is that guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm that, that guy. guy. I'm, I'm, I'm Across from me is who? Corey. Okay. I'm Corey. To my right <laughs> is... Uh, other guy. Other guy. Yeah. So if you're wondering why Corey's not here, uh, and this is a subject that we are going to tackle. Immediately, um, probably. Immediately. Uh, because the Jets fired literally everybody other than uh, Adam Gase, Corey has been hired by the New York Jets. Not as like a, an executive, just like a janitor. Because they hired, they yeah. fired everybody. <laughs> which which means he makes a lot more than $19 a month, so it's enough for him to quit the podcast. Yeah. We're living on like... Three grains of rice, boys. Right. Corey's got a nice apartment in New York. They went and got him a, a, a nice signed Sam Darnold jersey. He's got a good job mopping up Le'Veon Bell's chip crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> mopping them up? <laughs> I don't know. Sweeping them up. Whatever. There's a lot of them because he's just sitting on the couch eating chips all day. Not anymore. Hey, I'm I gotta assume. He going to OTAs, right? Yeah, he is. Oh, but yeah, so anyway, the Jets fired everybody. Justin, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I don't understand it either. Um, for, Is this the Jub report? Just, just from looking it up and doing the research, um, we, we, I guess we're just bleeding the Jubby in. This is fine by me. Um, from everything that I can research, all we really know right now is they literally cleaned house. There's a couple assumptions as to why, but we don't know. Um, it could have something to do with uh, Le'Veon Bell. It could have, have something to, to do with the else. with the way they handled free agency and the draft. You mean well? Yeah. I don't understand. Me neither. It doesn't make any sense, and that's what everybody is well, saying. It's just because uh, everybody in the Jets organization that didn't get fired just started doing the same drugs that Adam Gase does. Oh, they're all doing coke. Yes. Adam Gase. Oh is fuck! Doing I coke. forgot that was a thing. Holy shit! 
Adam Gase, Adam Gase is very clearly doing too much coke. And right now, he's serving his interim GM, so who knows what kind of snap decisions he's uh, going to make. He has to serve his interim well, GM. There's literally no one else. Their right. first, their first uh, change was trading former first-rounder Darren Lee to the Chiefs for a sixth-round draft pick. Yeah, that happened it like 45 minutes ago. Oh. Oh, wow. Adam Gase is on coke. New news. New, 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 new news. Yeah, I didn't have that. Adam Gase is on coke. Holy shit. So he just didn't stop. Yeah, he All never right. stopped. Are you so, kidding me? Have you looked at him? All right, so here's the two things that <laughs> came out. Not when this. I can avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The two things that have come out from this are, one, that Adam Gase, the original report was that Adam Gase didn't want to sign Le'Veon Bell. Right. Then they kind of rescinded that, and they said, no, he just didn't want to sign him for that much money. Then they also proceeded to say that he didn't want to sign C.J. Mosley, who's like the best free agent middle linebacker in the NFL, and that he just didn't want to spend any money. So, like, so he just wanted to do nothing? And just waste a year of Sam Darnold and just do nothing? Well, obviously. Why? Why was that his plan if if that was what he was so ticked off about? Because New York sports can't be good unless you're the Yankees. Oh boy, let's yeah. I mean, this isn't a basketball podcast, but who are the Knicks falling for? One well, sidebar, because we're not. Are the Knicks falling for the? We're going to get Kevin Durant. We're going to get this big name this time. He's not going to go somewhere else. It's one hundred. The report was that's one hundred percent confirmed. Kevin Durant's going to go to New York. How but, many times has it been one hundred percent to lot. the Knicks? A lot. I I just I I don't believe. Okay, I believe you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the Jets now basically have an owner and a coach that is acting as the GM. However, guess who they were considering for the GM job? Oh God, who? Freaking Daniel Jeremiah from oh my the NFL God. Network. Why? Who works on TV? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Just as like an analyst, it's they want him to come in and be their GM. It's like a what? What the fuck? Beautiful. Look, obviously, and he talks about it on television, so he knows how to GM. Apparently, he knows how to scout. Yeah. So, so, like, so cool. That that's not gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna buy a team experience. and make Michael Wilbon my head coach. Michael Wilbon. <laughs> 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 yeah. So here's what the Jets did. They let their old GM run free agency period, in which they spent $191.2 million on Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley, Jamison Crowder, and Henry Henderson, right? And then they let him run a draft in which they had the third overall pick. And they drafted Quinn and Williams. In there, which, yeah, okay. It's probably going to be a good pick. And then, yeah, it all seems well and good, right? And then they just fire him three weeks later. That's That, ah! that, was, that was the Jets' offseason. What? Going good what? as usual. I don't know if that affects, like, what they'll do this year, but that's just like it's just strange. It is very. strange. I don't know if because all of this stuff has already happened. Unless they're going to make any further trades, they're like they trying to get they're trying to get a fireman to stop buying season tickets. <laughs> Poor fireman, dude. Don't, don't <laughs> do fireman Ed. Like yeah, we gotta get fireman Ed. Don't don't do fireman Ed like that. Isn't he the only? That's what Adam fan? Gase is trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Colin Moriarty. If you're... Isn't he the only Jets fan? We <laughs> <laughs> might have to acknowledge Colin. Mike Greenberg's a Jets fan. All right, so the other thing that I wanted to bring up is what got reported. I think it was yesterday. It was, might have been this morning or yesterday. I don't remember. So uh, so Josh Rosen got traded to Miami during the draft. Yes. 
um, which ticked me off originally. I never really talked about it on the stream, but I'm gonna talk about it here because it's been irritating me. Because lay it on us, boy. I got to. I had to watch Steve Smith go on TV and basically say like, "Too bad, Josh. You gotta man up and go play for somebody else." Like, that's what this league's all about. League's all about man. You can't be a bitch. Is basically what he was saying. Damn, son. So. I don't know if Josh Rosen did it, like, in response, but Josh Rosen did that little video where he, like, thanked the Arizona Cardinals organization and, like, said it was great being there, like, congrats to Kyler Murray, like, and I can't wait to get to Miami and play there, blah, 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 and all this stuff, like, basically, like, oh, I don't know, being an adult, which yeah. is what, like, people tried to say Josh Rosen wasn't. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, and all this ties together, and I'll explain why. So, basically, Josh Rosen... Tells reporters either yesterday or today that Steve Keim, right, the GM for the, for the Cardinals, right, has not spoken to him and did not speak to him basically for the entire offseason. Oh, and then just traded him to Miami. Has not spoken to him. So let me get so okay. Just let's just let's just first of all let me just say this. I'm gonna preface it by saying I like Josh Rosen. Right. I so really like Josh Rosen in, in college because he was different. He was a smart ass. He's kind of he he's like the reason why I liked him and Baker more than anybody is because Baker and him were like different but the same. Like they both kind of rubbed like those like stick in the mud like old school like. Praise the football gods. Uh, good hit, boy. Good hit, guy. The, yeah. the Andrew Lux of the world. Yeah, the Andrew Lux. The of nerds. The world. Yeah, they're not nerds. Well, I mean, Josh Rosen's very smart. Right. But he's like, like he cares about like the environment and like recycling, and he's very into politics, and he, you know, he's vocal. He's very vocal, right? Yeah. When they interviewed him. Up after he was drafted, he said, yeah, I'm pretty pissed off that I fell this far. I like that. That's cool, right? Arizona. Let's just... So, okay, so that happens, right? I like Josh Rosen. So, yeah. sure, I'm standing for Josh Rosen. Whatever. We stand Josh Rosen. We stand Josh Rosen on this show. <laughs> All right. Josh Rosen got <laughs> stuck behind... This is not hyperbole. This is factual, like, statistics... Josh Rosen was playing on the worst offense when he got, like, when he took over. It was the worst offense in the NFL. It was the worst offensive line, which in turn didn't help David Johnson. Who we know David Johnson's good. Right. David Johnson can't do anything. Right. Like, their receiving core is basically an old Larry Fitzgerald and nobody else. They had a terrible offensive game plan, right? People forget that this is an organization, and this is a GM, that traded up. Like, not... Arizona traded up to get Rosen. Not not like, oh, we... No, they gave up assets. To get Rosen. To right. get Rosen. They gave up picks to go get Josh Rosen, right? But then sat him, because prior to getting Rosen... They signed Sam Bradford. Right. <laughs> they signed Sam Bradford, who had a documented degenerative knee issue. 
and then started Bradford. Mm. He can still do it. Started mm. Bradford. Tastes and boneless. And threw Rosen in. <laughs> can I get that Bradford right. boneless? Yeah. <laughs> threw Rosen in. And Jesus, I watched. Man. There's a guy on. I don't know what network he works for. Is Brian Baldinger is his name. That's a funny name. It's a funny name. Yeah. His fingers are like messed up. Are you like saying like ball diggers are funny? Are dinged up too. Um, and like he broke down film Damn. of like when Josh Rosen had like oh I don't know a moment to throw the football, and like he was talking like these are like really good throws. Like it's not his fault. Like what were the two big knocks on Josh Rosen coming out of college? Injuries and he's not very mobile. Right. You know what really sucks when you have both of those problems? A bad offensive. Bad line. offensive lines. Right. You want to know what the Arizona Cardinals didn't do this draft? Offensive line. Didn't take a single offensive line. Because they got Kyler Murray. They're like, he's just going to scramble yeah, around. Yeah, he's just going to run away from everybody. That's not how that works. They took three wideouts. You have like two seconds in the NFL before the defensive linemen are on you nowadays. He, he plays in a division with Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaron, not, not, not like Aaron Donald who works at like the, like the most destructive defensive force in the NFL who lines up everywhere. You look at look at a team like the Green Bay Packers, right? Because I love talking about my Packers. Uh, you have Aaron Rodgers, who is also known to be one of the most mobile, run-around-y quarterbacks in the NFL, and he still has a good offensive line in front of him. You have to have that. The Packers pay money for linemen. You have to pay money. And he gets injured. Right, and he still gets hurt from time to time. It's, it's an important I, position. Yeah, well, you gotta fill it, man. And then, and so, so basically, what what this organization has done the last two years is go out and get a crippled, basically crippled, yeah, quarterback. Ugh. Pay him a bunch of money, right, to come in to start for a guy that they then traded up to draft, put him in for like eight games, and then. Ended up finishing so badly because the roster sucks because they didn't plan for life after Carson Palmer. And then drafted a guy. Remember the other thing? And this is this is ooh, this is what irritated me so much. Remember what what like another one of like the big things about Josh Rosen was? Uh he did that one interview where he said, I don't really need football. Like my family's wealthy. I didn't need football. I just like playing it. And I was like, oh man, is he dedicated to, to the game and stuff? You wanna know Kyler Murray? One of the things about Kyler Murray prior to this draft, he was going to play baseball! Yeah. Like, for me... He was drafted. He was going to get drafted by the Oakland Athletics. Yep. To go play baseball. Yep, yep, yep. And they were, like, wagging their finger at Rosen. Oh, you're not... You're not dedicated to the sport. No, 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 no. But, like, Kyler Murray was like, man, I go play another sport that pays more money. Yeah, and then... No, they'll take him. Yeah. Take him first overall. What the fuck? I've never... on. I love when Cleveland, like, fails at things. Right. It, like, it it, it's pumps, your MO. It just pumps blood through my veins, right? <laughs> I have... I honestly think... It's like Kuiper's defining character trait. It really is. <laughs> I actually think I want the Arizona Cardinals to fail so badly. Like, this is just awful... This two-year stretch, not to mention the fact that they hired <laughs> they hired a coach from, with a losing record with a <laughs> with a losing record in his own conference. Yep. Two weeks after he had been hired by USC, 
They just called him. Like, hey, want the job? Come on down. Come on down, Cliff You're the Kingsbury. next contestant on the prices we suck. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I, I want Arizona. <laughs> I want them to – and there's nothing against Kyler Murray. What I don't that? necessarily care if Arizona sucks. I just want Josh Rosen to be amazing. I want Josh Rosen to go to Miami – and just light it up. Yeah, just light it up. He's, he's in got Miami. a he's got a bit going for him. Like at he least a, a lot more. In that division. At least a lot he more does. in Arizona. I mean, he, he he's coming into sort of a similar slightly situation. More. Yeah, slightly more than Miami. Yeah, it, it does, it's a slightly similar situation where the O line isn't like isn't great, but it's not as bad as Arizona. Still got Mike Pouncey. Right, and he's Larry great. Tunsil. Yeah, you, you've got hit. good pieces. You have Le- you have Levy on Bell. I mean, you had Dave Johnson in Arizona. So you got you got a good running back again. Difference with him, though. No, 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 no. In Miami. Oh, Miami. Sorry, I thought you said thinking le- you're yeah. thinking about the Jets. No, no, no. Sorry, yeah. we were talking, talking about, about the Jets. Jets. Earlier. Sorry. Um, I don't know how their special teams will be. They have the best special teams in the NFL. Yeah, but their coach, year. their special teams coach is gone. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that that's the only th- reason why I'm kind of like iffy on their special teams still. But if that's the case, you might start with better field position a lot, a lot more of the time, mm-hmm. because you have. You have a, a, one of the, the best special teams in the NFL getting you in place. And all of that spells, like, something better for him. I hope, he's, I hope he comes out on top. I, in a weird kind of way, like, Miami's roster is just not good enough. Right. That's the only thing I'm worried about. They're not going to they're, – they're obviously not going to win the division because they're in the same – It's still yeah, an upgrade it's still for It's still the them. Patriots. It's still the division. Patriots. They will beat the Patriots, though, once. Uh, they always <laughs> do. Always do, yeah. At it's, home. It's basically, like, become – like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, Arizona ate the first year of his contract, which was all of, like, the bulk money and the guaranteed money, and then sent him to Miami. Miami's paying him, like, $5 million a year. Yep. He's a top 10 drafted quarterback. Yep, yep, yep. And they gave up, like, a fifth-round pick for him. Yep. Do Miami... It was a third and a fifth. Miami scorched no, second the Cardinals. Fifth. Scorched them. Yeah, it was their second round pick and their fifth round pick. So Ferozen. Oh my god. Such a good move. Oh my god. I not to mention the fact how cool it is that three of the quarterbacks taken in the 2018 rookie draft now play in the AFC East. Yeah, that's a really cool thing. All of them are in the yeah. AFC now. Rosen, so, Allen, and uh Darnold. Darnold. So like once Brady leaves, if all three of them stick, which would be dope, if all three of them stuck with their teams. Which I think Donald's probably gonna stick. Yeah, I think yeah. so. The only one that's kind of iffy is probably Allen because he kills people on the sideline when he throws screen passes. <laughs> right. Um, but Bills fans like him for that, so that's why Bills he's there fans for life. Him. Bills fans like what people. I mean, he's die. got dude. Yeah, he's he's right. got the the only thing that's gonna keep him going is Especially he has to go through tables and die. Hell yeah! Josh Allen is, from by all accounts, an excellent leader. And from from what, everything he's that perfect. I've seen, he's perfect for them. Yeah, and he's, just he's like got a scrappy, like yeah. tough dude. Yeah, and he's got so much heart that yeah. like the entire city of Buffalo is behind him. You know, he honestly is not the best quarterback. Everybody in Buffalo is behind him, and like that does a lot for a team and a quarterback. It's been proven. Cam Newton has proved that if a fan base and a city embraces you, the team can kind of deal with the fact, like, okay, like you're a 60, low 60, maybe high 50 completion percentage guy, but he's really athletic. He can run. He's got a big arm. He can throw in that environment, which a lot of those other quarterbacks that were taken in that draft can't do. 
Right. Like, Lamar wouldn't have been able to do that. No, absolutely no. Rosen would not. Rosen and Lamar would not have been able to throw in that weather. We don't know if Baker could have. I Baker's he, really he, accurate. I think he can. He played well enough for... He did play well. I, I mean, he's easily the best quarterback of that draft class. Oh, so yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I think so far, far away. Yeah. It's not like he also has going to not be snowy. He also has so the best team. Know. He had the best team last year, right? And, and, and now he has the best team again. It's still, yeah, it's, he's, now it's like not even close. <laughs> right. It's why I, I just, I want him to fucking light it up. Oh, my God. Can we talk for a second, sidebar, about the the ongoing feud between him and Colin Coward? <laughs> oh, my God. First of all. Oh, you're going to fucking stand for Colin Coward I always now? St- no, no, no. First of all, I, I don't have a dog in this fight because they're both my boys. I love Baker and Colin. So, do you really now? I do. Okay. I really do. Um, I like Colin because he's an instigator. And, like, he... I mean, I know Colin's doing it on purpose because it gets him clicks and views and everything. But it's just like... He does it... Well, first, he said he even said, he's like, I don't get paid in clicks and views. I get paid in, like, adverts is how I make my money. So, like... Yeah, but... Adverts pay more when you have more clicks of you. It, it's correlated. I guess so, but like, it's just like a lot of the stuff. Here's the thing: the the piece that Baker got irritated. First of all, when Baker was on the show, did you watch when Baker was on the show? No. That was last year, or was he on it again recently? No, no, no. The, he was only on it once. Okay, yeah, last, I watched that last then, yeah. year. Yeah. I don't think like the things that like the stuff that Colin was bringing up to him. We're like legit, like his arrest video. Like, dude, what the what the hell are you doing? Like, out in the middle of the night at a bar, drunk, running away from cops. Like, what are you doing? And ba- but Baker responded with like a great, mature answer. So Colin was like, "That's he's like, that is the best thing you've said in the last ten minutes." He's like, "I loved that." He's like, "That's so basically like they got the Colin just doesn't like. <laughs> he doesn't like showy people. He doesn't like showy people." He he wants he wants the professional he wants the Andrew Lux of the world the uh, good good tackle boy I'm out. he wants the Andrew Lux and the Tom Brady's and the Russell Wilsons the and no personality people the no bad the, personality not so, people not so at much least. the no personality Brady, no, Br- no Tom no Brady's drama. got a lot of personality Tom Brady's just like team first me second which I guess he thinks if you're okay. showboaty that that's not how you are. It's the Baker's great, uh, shown to be team first, though. It's That's the great my thing. contradiction of Colin Coward is that he's someone that doesn't want all the drama in the NFL, and then his job is to report on the drama in the NFL. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's what he does. The, he does the <laughs> he does the same thing I do. I hate um, this shit. It's my the same job. thing we Oops. do. <laughs> basically, the same thing we do. Yeah, but then okay. So the the thing that Baker replied to, all right. I don't know who sends out the tweets that have this, the quotes from his segments. Whoever chose that chunk really didn't do the segment justice. Because actually what he was saying was not... Like, even Joy Taylor came on and was like, what we were saying was not bad. Like, we were saying that, like, Baker's perfect for Cleveland. Because Baker's... Like, got a chip on his shoulder, and he's had to bust his ass for everything, and he's he had to walk on to Texas Tech and win the job, walk on to Oklahoma and win the job. Like, it was contested that he was going to be the first-round pick. Like, John Dorsey was fired from Kansas City after building them a good team, and Cleveland's the 
there's just the the biggest joke of an NFL franchise, the biggest joke of a pro sports franchise in the last twenty years. So like they're all perfect for each other because they all have this like this like fight and this like willing they they want to prove it right that they're good. Yeah, okay. That's what he was saying, but the the quote was just like it just said Baker was a walk on twice, John Dorsey was fired, and Cleveland has sucked. Like that was the part that they took out. So like Baker replied to that, and he was like, "Man, you're you're a donkey. You're this." And Colin's like, Colin like was being very tongue in cheek and very facetious. As he is. As he usually is. Yes. And he's like, you know, if you would just, like, listen to what I'm saying, like, if you watched the segment. And then, of course, and this is the one thing I didn't like Baker did. Baker did the same thing that every pro athlete does nowadays. Every pro athlete does the, oh, you just, you just skim over the details and you just grab the headlines and yada yada. No, no. No, they don't. I watch, I absorb a lot of sports media. Like, that's not what happens. Athletes say that because athletes are trying to protect their own, like, images. Oh, like, yeah. Kevin Durant does that crap all the time. Like, Kevin Durant's like, man, you guys are making stuff up and asking me, like, trap questions about my contract. Oh, I don't know. Well, then tell us you're going to sign the contract. And we will stop asking you. Sorry. Yeah. Like, it's our job. We're the media. We ask questions. I definitely hate when that happens. It's like... It's like the, the fake news kind of shit. Yeah. It's horseshit. <laughs> the me- I understand the media is annoying. The media is annoying. But without the media, there would be no pro sports. Like, the media perpetuates yeah. the image of the athletes and builds their stories and their brands and reports on them. Like, without... It's, it's not a parasitic relationship. It's a cohesive relationship. They work together. Right? Newspapers sell nowadays. Why? Because of sports. That's the only reason why newspapers are still in stock. Because of sport pages. Oh, yeah. Right, and sports writers. So, like, it's it's a back-and-forth relationship that's supposed to be kind of give and take and ki- take and give. Yeah. But so many... And that's why I didn't like what Baker did. Because it's like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, he's not... Ma- nothing that he said of that entire thing was false. Yeah. Nothing he said was false. You were a walk-on twice. You were. You were a walk-on twice. John Dorsey was fired. Cleveland has sucked for the last two decades. None of that is false. Right. So it, it is, why are you mad? Yeah, it, it doesn't... Why are you upset? Because he skimmed, and he... Because he was doing the very thing he was accusing Coward of doing, which was skimming. Right. He didn't listen or read a transcript of the whole segment. He did not... He did not give enough effort to see what was really going on, and that's his own fault for lashing out and then looking like a fool. No, he did not look like a fucking fool. Get the fuck off this podcast. If you looked, if he you actually... I don't think he looked like a fool. Yikes. He did kind of drag him, and like... I mean, sure, he he dragged Coward, but it was nothing that made any real sense. So, I'm not sure. I See, but the thing is, though, is I love that about both of them. Me too. Like, I love the fact that Baker's like... But does it, it doesn't stop him from being wrong. I don't think either of them were inherently wrong or right, is the thing. No, Baker was, like, literally wrong. No, he wasn't. I don't think he was. Accusing, accusing Coward of just skimming headlines and then saying shit because of it is literally factually incorrect and not how he does his job. So how? Wait, what did you say? Oh, yeah, there you go. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> I was looking for the tweets. So what did you say? Stop He's, skimming headlines, Him, him accusing Coward of you know, and other reporters of just skimming and then just saying stuff is incorrect. Yeah, but sometimes they do. But they usually don't. 
Sometimes. That's not the job. When it that, comes that, that's, to Cle- a, that's a big catch-all, Matt. Oh, well, sometimes they do. When it comes to Cleveland, though, Coward's got this thing where he's just against them. Did you see the other the oh, thing I know, from a few I days know. ago where he talked about how Cleveland isn't that – like the Browns aren't that big of a sports fan team when if you check like their backers associations and you do the research and you go into it, they're like the second biggest market in the NFL? Yeah, I know. They're not – they're big. As far as like, what what are we like talking about? Like global fans, yes, or like nationwide fans. Well, yeah, they're second to Pittsburgh. Is the thing, We're, Pittsburgh's number one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but this was like coward saying that like the Browns don't have fans, which is incorrect. It's not. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I that's fine. The, when he ranked the fan bases, he was basically like, he was, he, his criteria was like, okay. Are you supportive no matter what? Do you like his his criteria was like are you do you affect the game? Are you known for being like like basically he said like think about how bad the Bills have been recently. He's like but like Bills fans are just like they're like ravenous like all year long. Like they don't care. It's weird. Like that's the kind of thing he said like if you're a bad team, like if your team's bad, but, like, your fans still, like, pack stadiums and, like, don't leave ever, then, like, that's a good fan base. And, like, he... And I, I get it. I understand yeah, that. Yeah, Cleveland's history is way different, though. Like, as far as... Th- there's a reason why the fans are really, uh... Just Awful? disappointed. The, well, also, yeah. the apathy makes sense. Right. For sure. I think it makes more sense than in Buffalo, where they they Buffalo has not always been bad, and in fact that they are well, usually the okay. Only team in NFL history or in the Super Bowl era that went to four straight Super Bowls, right? And they they're also usually not a horrible team. They're usually okay. They're they're always in the perennial like nine and seven, right? Eight and eight, and that's and that's fine. That's enough for a franchise to really be like dedicated and full in. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. But the Cleveland's a different case. Cleveland has been the butt of the NFL for what twenty years. Yeah, and so it's been great. Right, it's been great for you. <laughs> Not great for the fans. They deserve it because they're awful. Oh, they're awful. No. What? You were the Browns fans aren't awful. Browns fans nauseate me. Well, because well, of course they do. Fan. That makes sense. Absolutely not. Because you're a Steelers they're, they're fan. They're supposed to nauseate you. That's the whole point. I like Bears Browns fans nauseate me. I'm not even that, like, roo roo rah rah of a Steelers fan. You say that, but you kind of are. I'm really not. You're not a roo roo rah rah fan, but you're really dedicated. You criticize them more than anything, I think. Yeah, but just because of your dedication yeah. to the but team. Yeah, because I want them to but, actually but that, but play that, to their talent level, right. and they don't, and they frustrate me. And that'll make that happen, but that doesn't make you any less of a. Of a f- fanatic. I'm also not a. De- I'm not like one of those like delusional like. Uh, I don't even know how to like, the the type of Steeler fans and and we actually didn't ex- like establish this. Genhart is also a Steeler fan. Hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> and him and I usually disagree on a lot of stuff when it comes to the Steelers because I'm like overtly negative most of the time. And I, I and, like just, I want Ben I... Roethlisberger to retire. <laughs> And I want. And I, I hardly like, am. I just. I just feel like I know my team by now. So like, when we lose to Oakland, I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> that happens." <laughs> Sometimes we just lose a game that we win, but like we lose. Oh, oops. Uh, 
Speaking of the Steelers, here's a fun little news tidbit. So oh, no. Because I'm hitting, hello, it's me, Newsboy. Uh, oh, we're still talking about news. This is a long Jubby report. <laughs> this is the longest Jubby report of all time. It's probably going to be the whole episode. <laughs> we're going to do it. We're doing a fantasy segment. Yeah, we will. It's coming. Uh, there are rumblings among Steelers' assistant coaches. Uh, apparently, they've been telling other assistants quietly and then letting everybody else know, you know, in the media anonymously, that uh, they're all angry about the Steelers getting rid of Antonio Brown. Wait, who is? Like the assistant coaches. Yeah. Like oh. most of the coaching staff. Well, I mean, I, I would understand why they... See, here's the thing. Are they upset? This is this is where like it can get cloudy, but from like person to person. Right. Are they upset that he's gone, or are they upset about the quote, what they got for him? The quote is getting rid of Antonio Brown was a mistake. So it's the actual just him leaving, him getting traded in general. When did we get rid of Antonio Brown? When when y'all traded him? Sure. Core, sure. Or, or is it more like Antonio Brown was like later? No. I want traded. Antonio Brown did ask for He did trade. ask for a trade, but after... At the, that point, the choice the organization, isn't with the Steelers as much as it is with Antonio Brown. It is with both. They caused it. I'm someone who blames Antonio more, and this is what I'm getting at. I don't. This is this is another one where me and Genhard disagree. Where I don't blame Antonio. I think Antonio Brown could have reacted a Once little Antonio better. Once but... Antonio Brown was gone out of Pittsburgh... And then he kept, like, being obnoxious. I was kind of like, okay, dude, like, stop. Right. Like, stop taking shots at Juju. There's no reason for that. Like, there's no reason to do that. Well, that more leads... That gives me more ammo, I think. It from does. From my point of view. It does. It very much does. <laughs> Which was so weird in that whole instance. I know we talked about it in an episode. But we like, did. When Antonio Brown did that, it, like... I love... I, I didn't love it. But, like, it was interesting how... As a, like a little side note, Le'Veon Bell came out and was like, "Man, that's dumb." <laughs> Look at this great conversation me and James Conner had. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean, like that made me like Le'Veon so much well, because you know, I think that, I still like Le'Veon. For yeah, sure. well, yeah, because Le'Veon's whole gripe was never with the team. With the team, it was yeah. the money. It was the money that they told him that they were going to give him, and then didn't I, give him. Yeah, that they didn't get, and him. then they didn't give him, and then. Like, he kind of did kind of make... He take, he took, like, a subtle shot at Ben Roethlisberger, where he was like, Ben kind of wants to win his way. Right. And, like, that's kind of a subtle shot, but I guarantee you, like, every quarterback that isn't on a rookie contract wants to win their way. Right. Like, Aaron Rodgers wants to oh, win absolutely. his way. Every absolutely. Every wants game. to win his way. Like... You know, Philip Rivers wants to win his way. Yeah, Drew Brees sure does want to win the games his way with small pitches to Alvin Kamara. Eli, Eli Manning. What? Eli Manning. Was, <laughs> wow, I can't <laughs> believe you'd say something so controversial yet so true. Correct. Eli, yeah. Eli Manning. Right? Hey, I take offense to that. I'm cold. <laughs> I'm trying to make a joke. I was like, Eli Manning wants to lose his way. Right? You know? So, and pick his uh, own replacements this way. Yeah, um, oh, he looks like me. But anyway, <laughs> this is how him. I want to throw this interception. Right. This is how I want to dump it up to Saquon, even though Sterling Shepard is running down wide open down the sideline. But anyway, um, yeah, like that kind of made me like really appreciate 
not because a lot of people were like mad at what Le'Veon did, but like when you really think about it, Le'Veon kind of—if you look at the two of them—Le'Veon kind of did it in the better way because he just stayed away. He didn't get involved. He wasn't like talking crap while he was gone. It was a clean breakup instead of trying to make it work and then just arguing every exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> it was just like a clean like I I feel like I I feel like unappreciated. I feel this, I feel that, and I'm just going to, you know. I didn't appreciate the will he come back or won't he come back aspect of it as a fantasy owner. but uh, No, absolutely not, no. And, but God I did like the it. fact that, and that's why a lot of people are like, oh, man, I bet he's ticked off that James Conner's doing so well. No, him and James Conner are, like, tight. Yeah. They're buddies. He literally showed the message to him. There was, uh, I remember there was uh, earlier in the season this happened, a similar thing happened, where I think Conner shared it. It was, uh, it was a... A uh, text of encouragement. No, it was uh, it was after he uh, he had his first like amazing game, and then Bell texted him. Was like, dude, that was amazing, great job. Like you killed it out there. And then Connor shared that to Instagram. It's just like. And then meanwhile, when Juju does good, Antonio's like, man, right. I should be doing good instead. Right. And I don't. Antonio like Brown like led the league in touchdowns. Yeah, he did great. <laughs> just I saying. Know. He had 15 touchdowns last year. Yeah, he, had, he shouldn't have that much to complain about. I just don't think that, like, and again, like, I remember at one point, it was, like, late in the year, and Connor was having another really good game, and Le'Veon actually says, like, well, like, I gotta, I gotta pass the sticks. Like, yeah, I gotta pass the sticks. Like, it's his team now, you know? So, like, I just think Le'Veon handled it in such a, the one, it's, it's funny because, like, a lot of people were pointing the finger at Levin, like, you're immature, but, like, ooh, man. Like, comparatively, the way the two of them handled it, Le'Veon was, like, light years more mature about it. Yeah. He was upset. He just stayed away. Antonio was, like, deep, like depreciating himself so much mm-hmm. to try to, like, get the Steelers to be able to, like, get nothing for him. He was so mad he was chucking chairs out of windows and almost hitting children. And having really weird mustaches. Yeah. And hairdos. That's worse. That's that's worse? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that them saying that they that getting rid of Antonio Brown was a mistake. I mean, obviously, like from a talent standpoint, it makes sense. But I also think that it was basically necessary unless the Steelers wanted to just completely submarine their, like, culture in their locker room. Right. Like, it, it had to be... It had to happen. It had to happen. Like, yeah. Like, there was just no... And that literally is... Just absolutely breaks my heart because he's my favorite player ever. Right. Ever. Like, I'll probably never... Hey, he'll still be good in Oakland? I think he'll be okay I think he'll be. I think he'll be fine. It's a question mark for me. I don't know who they've been throwing the ball to this whole time. I mean, the first couple years with Amari well, Cooper were pretty good. Yeah, they were. When Derek Carr had a good offensive line. Right. a good running game. Right. That's what and, he's missing oh, right now. Oh, and Khalil Mack. Remember him? Oh, man. Hey, okay, Khalil Mack. The team's just going to suck. Oakland? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going to suck. Matt. Oh, hi, Chiefs fan. How you doing down there? Speaking of the Chiefs, cutting in with another news story. Um, according to sources, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill will likely play most of the season. Uh, apparently he may only get a minimum suspension and, and reasoning behind that is the NFL is completely silent on this whole thing. And 
that's a, a lot of people are saying that's a big indicator where he probably will just serve a minimum suspension and then go right back into it. It's also probably an indication that he's not going to be arrested. Right. I I don't think he I still don't think he's going to be arrested because you have there's I mean the video is like stupidly incriminating, but it, there's like this weird thing where it's back and forth with his wife because it seems the people are trying to say that like she was complicit in it, which she obviously wasn't. You listen to the fucking phone call, but and, and like some people are like, why hasn't he been cut from the team yet? And I think some people are saying that the only reason why he hasn't been cut from the team yet, which is different from the cream hunt situation is that cream hunt lied to the chiefs organization and said nothing happened. And then the video came out and all this shit happened. Whereas it sounds like Tyreek has been up front with the organization and hasn't lied to them about what's been going on. So he hasn't been cut yet. We'll see what happens. But, uh, springboarding off of that um mccole hardman the tyreek replacements absolutely amazing though he's been killing it in rookie minicamp oh my mm. god hell yeah mm. that's good to hear don't even fucking roll your eyes at me he's gonna be the next superstar of this football league uh-huh. <laughs> Gee, i hope tyreek doesn't get caught with weed because then he'll be actually suspended right in the NFL. right yeah but that's something about the springboard onto um team executives are still looking to the league for more leadership on these kind of issues like with tyreek hill and uh, do they just not? The do Chiefs anything? could still. Here's the thing about the Chiefs: the Chiefs could still just elect to be like, we're not putting him out there. Right. They totally could if they wanted to. But I mean, uh, he's still banned from team activities and whatnot. So it's not right. like he's been in the building or anything. Right. Right. So yeah, they haven't mm. cut him yet, but he's not allowed to do anything. Um, Maybe he'll get a personal suspension but from the. Team. The NFL still, after all of this, hasn't originated any new plans to combat any of this, and Roger Goodell has been. Of course, very expectedly, radio silent on all the issues about domestic violence that have happened in the NFL. Because, you know, just, why, why not just keep him around? <laughs> no news is good news, right? Uh, it's it's literally news, and he just shuts up about it. <laughs> uh, no, I know, I'm saying that's what the NFL feels like. Well, yeah, probably. They but just don't want to talk about they it need because to take... that's not people talking about, yay, football. That's people talking about, oh, no, football. I, I wonder if they think that them not saying anything, taking no stance, says nothing, but in fact it speaks volumes. Well, no, they always just say, like, oh, we're going to wait until, you know. But, the, they, don't, uh, but or... they never do anything themselves. It's always on the teams. And I, I feel like they should probably step in on certain scenarios. And have at least some kind of leadership, and like this is what executives are also saying, some kind of leadership, like taking over on these kind of issues and handling them, because it it helps a lot more to have something that's completely divided towards that. The comparison of Roger Goodell to Adam Silver for the NBA is like, okay, so the NBA is... The Star League. Yeah. Like, that, that That league is basically run by the players, pretty much. It really is. And Adam Silver just lets them do whatever they want. Let's them do whatever they want. If they want to do protests, if they want to do... He lets them market themselves. He lets them wear crazy shoes. Like, remember when, like, like NFL players were getting in trouble for wearing, like, writing in their eye black? Oh, yeah. Cam Hayward... Yeah. Trying to write Iron Man in his eye black to honor yeah. his dead father. Yeah. Got in trouble for it. Adam Silver doesn't give a shit about any of that. Doesn't care. But Because it's trivial. Right. But if a player does something wrong, 
or like a, a rule is broken or like anything like that like magic johnson with all the tampering bullshit like adam silver was like no like right. I'm, no like he was not in. messing around so basically it's like the nfl's backwards because the nfl's not about the individual players it's about the team and the shield and the like it's not an individualistic sport and it's about the the logo it's about the logo on the front of your jersey not the name on the back and yada yada all that type type of crap so they're all like all the trivial stuff, no. But then, like the bad stuff, they're like, "Well, we're not gonna do anything. We're gonna wait for the for law officers to make a ruling, and then we're gonna do something." Like, it's 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 strange. It honestly is very. It strange. It really is very strange. Yeah, I'm not. I'm it's not. Al- a it's fan. almost hypocritical because they're trying to build themselves as like, oh, you know, this is well. Like a- it, it's strange, but it's not entirely different from a regular job in the world like you get indicted on something if you don't get arrested or put in jail for it you don't get fired from your regular job yeah it is a little different though when you're famous i think it totally is when you're famous yeah when you're in a spotlight it makes a significant difference i think at least i don't know apparently especially with weed yeah fuck you yeah that's the dumbest shit if, I was, if, if Tyreek was caught with a blunt, he would have been suspended eight games. Just as a side note, just as a side note, I don't give a damn if players want to smoke weed. Right, me neither. In their free time. It doesn't affect their performance. I just don't want them high during a game. Well, absolutely. That's the only thing. Like, You're just, not supposed to be high on just, the job. Just don't be high. Like, just Yeah, exactly. Like, All of us have jobs. If any of us showed up ripped out of our minds... It sucks. I, I'd probably be fine. Um, You'd probably be okay. <laughs> I, I worked for 15 minutes drunk. It sucked. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't recommend it. But like, now you, did, you, you were forced into it, though. Yeah, so. it wasn't my choice. Like, like, if any of us showed up to our jobs inebriated, we'd, be in, we'd get in trouble. Right. Like, you're not supposed to show up to your job inebriated. Right. So, like, that's the only thing. And that's, like, I think what a lot of people's stance is, is, like, Weed is eventually going to be legalized nationally in this country. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, right? Um, The NFL still has the right to say, you can't smoke weed, like, during the season. Yeah. You just can't. Like, we'll let you do it, because it's legal recreationally. Like, just like how they, like, they don't, like, the second weed is legalized, just like they don't, like, they don't care if, like, Pat Mahomes, not that he does this, but, like, if Pat Mahomes, like, had a game Sunday night and then went out after the game just got hammered, drunk, Chiefs can't do anything. No, that's why Kelsey keeps doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You see all these... That was how Robert there's all these like There's insisted. all these images right. and things coming out. <laughs> them at, like, basketball. Like, Kelsey and Mahomes have been, like, <laughs> attached at the hip this offseason. You see them at all these basketball games. Their uh, teammates' wedding... There's a really funny image where, like, I forget exact, I forget which chief just got married, but, like, Mahomes and Kelsey were at the wedding, and there's, like, a video of the bride and groom doing, like, their first dance, <laughs> and it looks, it looks a little awkward, but, you know, whatever. Those kind of dances are, you, like, hold each other and sidestep, but, like, you cut to the side, and it zooms to the back, and standing up against the wall is Mahomes and Kelsey shoulder to shoulder, like, waddling side to side on their feet, oh making my God. fun of them. <laughs> Speaking of fun stuff, 
<laughs> cut it with another news story here because I'm just peppering them in now. I guess this is our format for today. Um, so after the uh, after the Pelicans and the NBA won the uh, won the NBA draft lottery, you everybody knows <laughs> that puke. right. Everybody knows that number puke. one, the, the best player coming into the NBA draft is Zion Williamson. He is a beast, right? Yes. So good old Sean Payton, coach of the of the Saints, put an image up on Twitter that is. Zion photoshopped in the Saints jersey and said, had a thought. He did say that. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that? Who? Sean, Sean, Sean Payton, uh, like, photoshopped Zion Zion's a basketball player, Sean. I don't oh. Know oh. In a Saints jersey. <laughs> yeah, it said, had a thought. Mm. <laughs> it's just fun. It's a fun little thing. He's just playing around. He's that's, having a good time. He's a basketball player, not a football player, Sean. Yeah, but... Basketball players play in the NFL all the time because we get told every week. The college <laughs> basketball players. Right. Whatever. Right, but Zion wants mm. to like go, you know, make money and actually get his money. Not like sign a two hundred million dollar deal and at the end of it he's earned like a hundred and thirty of it. After what you just said, I would a hundred percent rather be in the NBA anyway. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people think that. Well, the NBA is the hardest league. In the world to get into. Yeah, I bet so. But, it's, like, once you get into it, it's I guess the, it's you should probably most, try to stay in it as long as possible. Yeah, it's the most exclusive group of athletes in the world. So, yeah. I mean, there's 30 NBA teams, and basically eight guys play on every single Small team. Small teams. So do the math. There's 52 guys on the NFL roster. Granted, you need... A lot more. 33, that. technically, unless you have people that play... Defense and special teams. You need thirty-three more than that. You need. You need way more than that. You need at least like probably forty plus individual different players that do different things. Yeah. Because like your center isn't your long snapper. I think, it, I think minimum. Because definitely there's backups and things. Because yeah. you have to. Mm-hmm. Like your like your center doesn't long snap. No. Your kicker doesn't punt. I mean, you can probably. You know. So lots, like lots of teams do that, but uh. Let's talk about fantasy. Fantasy football. Oh, fantasy. I was gonna fantasy. really quick just pay my respects to Poncho Bila. Oh, uh, who has yes. uh, who has recently passed away? To all Bills fans out there, he was oh. a Bills super fan, the the kind of fan that he was their won. fireman. Yeah, he was. He was except way better, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he had a luchador mask and a sombrero. Dude, it was dope. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it was sick. But he uh. He wasn't Mexican, was he? He was. He was. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, no, right. it was very tasteful. Yeah, it was tasteful. It was not. <laughs> I was worried for a second. You're trying to think Fireman Ed's not a real fireman? <laughs> you thought he was putting on the Snapchat filter? Well, that's not a race, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> the country but, of fire. Yeah, I just wanted to pay my respects to probably the, the greatest fan who has ever existed for a football team. Just we were talking about how passionate Bills fans are. There is no greater evidence than Poncho Bila. He announced a uh, draft pick this he year. He did. He did announce Bills, the draft so. pick this year, but he did. He did uh, pass away this past week. Our good, our good friend Shane pouring out one of his uh, many. What beer does Shane drink? Oh, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever's there. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now Shane is the last remaining Bills fan. <laughs> he will carry the torch. We have a patron who's a Bills fan. He's an Eagles fan. He's both. That's not fair. Well, yeah, I guess you is. just you pick can't the have a Eagles, team in though. both conferences. Yes, you, for you can. Kuiper, what's your NFC team? I've explained it multiple times. Saints. There you go, you liar. No, it is the Saints. Okay, no, I meant you could have one. Oh, yeah. There you go. No, I, I started liking the Saints because I re- I was a real big fan of Reggie Bush when he was in college, 
And then the Saints took him. Well, the Saints had him for a while. And I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. I like Reggie Bush. He was really good at USC. And then, like, he went to the Saints. And I'm like, oh, okay, that did pretty cool. That might be my answer, too. I mainly just love Drew Brees. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I mean, it's just, my, it's mostly just Drew Brees. My, my AFC team that I love so much is the Indianapolis Colts. I hate and, uh, Oh, yeah, you said AFC. Okay. Yeah, AFC. Because your team is AFC. Matt's is the Seahawks. Right. So, yeah. Matt stands for Russell Wilson. I love Russell Wilson Matt's so team. much. So you're more of a Russell fan than a Seahawks fan. Though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so if is. they would have got rid of him, like the rumors were He went to New York. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, if it would have been the Giants, yeah, that would have been my new NFC team. Probably. How yeah. sad would you would have been if you went to Oakland? I guess I'd have to uh, cancel Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, I just wanted to pay my respects real quick. Shout outs to him. Shout outs to nah, Bills that's fans. Fair. We're all wearing some. We're all wearing uh, Luchador masks. No, we're not. No, we're I'm not. Salute. You know, something cool that people are bringing up. Uh, people are talking about just putting like a little, a little like Luchador mask and sombrero on like on like on the his Bills. Seat? Yeah, on the seat and like on the Bills helmets. It's like they should. That's pretty dope. They should. should. They should pay their respects yeah. to their greatest fan. Man. Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I, I think so. Oh, my God. It's the revenge tour. It's Let's happening. go. <laughs> I'd be behind it. That's fine by me. Beat the fuck. He had cancer, right? He did have cancer. Yeah, so they're going to go on a revenge tour against cancer. They're going to score 222 to nothing. What, what team is cancer? <laughs> So what do we? Right. So, so what do we want to do with this uh, this this fantasy thing? I mean, basically, it was Corey's idea originally before he got hired by the Jets, and uh, Corey's idea was that we were literally just going to like have three teams apiece, and we were just going to do a mock draft without looking at anything, without like any sort of like projections. Or whatever, we were just gonna like spitball like three rounds of the NFL draft of our fantasy draft. We only got four people, so we each have three teams. I guess we'd all get good shit. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, we each have three teams. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, it'd be hard for me to keep track. How do we first. determine who goes first? Uh, hold on. I'll well, okay, so you. here we go. How about this? We're <laughs> you guys. I mean, Genhard. We've talked about this with Corey. Genhard is also. Um, in our fantasy league, he's a former champion like myself. Um, except I'm even more former. Except, (laughs) I you you won the first like actual year, where it wasn't like the trial year where we had someone dump their entire team on someone else's team. (laughs) It wasn't our fault that it was a trial year for that person. But uh, yeah, I I think the next year I did really good. I had a Demarco Murray, Robert Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, the double tight end dream began. Yeah. Graham and Gronk uh, didn't ever work ever again. It'll work. But I tried. Gronk, Gronk. Gronk might not ever work again, uh, yeah. to be honest. Genhard has attempted that strat numerous times. Two tight ends is a cool strategy, but it but it's a really risky one. And it's not. I don't think it's one I'm going to repeat anytime soon because... Well, who you got now? You have... Oh. No, honestly, I, I was thinking about it. You have a duo that's better. Well, no, no, I, was I talk, guess that's possible. I was going to say, the, the, this dude, like, honestly... Mm. I was talking with my brother about it. If you picked... Say you picked... 11th right you picked 11th in the draft right because of like the because of like the inconsistencies of a lot of the late running backs and a couple of the wideouts right because we yeah. don't know yeah. about antonio brown you might not want him to take a chance on right like him and odell this year like it's hard to say we don't know how much of the ball odell's gonna get yeah right 
We don't know, like, the health of AJ Green. Like, it's basically, like, in no particular order, it's like, if it was Corey, there would be a particular order. But it's like, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. Yep. Or, like, the surefire, like, they're the top three, right? But then after that, it's like a big group of, like, I don't really know. Massive like, shrug. Massive shrug, right? Especially because we don't know about Tyreek. Because Tyreek would easily be fourth. Like, that's easy. Like, Tyreek's third or fourth on that list. Yep. If he's playing. But we don't know. So, if you're picking 11th, taking Travis Kelsey is not a bad pick. And then when you come back around... Ooh. Ooh. You get Kittle or Ertz. You get Kittle or Ertz. Yeah. I would say Kittle. I would say Kittle, too. Because you, be you, get, you get a healthy Garoppolo back... And like, Kittle's actually the number one target on that team. Yeah, it's a bit of a some of the some of the uh, research that I've been doing into it. Uh, it says if you the like going for like double tight end or even like early on tight ends in general, it's not bad if like you're picking like early because then you get the late second round pick and you go for the tight end. All, a lot of the analysts and things that I've been reading like the last few days. They say that it seems like the trend is if you pick at the end of the first round, you just take, like, your running back or your value, and then you go for, like, the home run tight ends in the later rounds. Mm-hmm. If, if you want if you want to go for, like, two tight ends, your best bet is to draft early and get them in the second and third that way. Well, maybe I'll do that. we got to let Gronk's legacy live somehow. Drink a beer and then draft as such. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally break a Super Bowl trophy. Oh my god, did he? No, he didn't. Oh, no, not even close. Um but no, we've all had our uh We never really we like we did our fantasy episode where we talked about the memes of our league. And Genhart That's mine, t- yeah. His his is that he always takes two tight ends. The other one Um is that you every year you you create uh, a new chapter in the anthology known as Vic and OJ. Oh, yeah, I don't even know. What year is this one? This is year... Uh, oh, gosh. Okay, so there was... Six, right? Well, no, because it was... Matt's uncle was the first champ. Then... Genhart. Then Genhart, then me twice. And then... Shively. It's year seven. And then Shane. So this is year seven. We've been in the fantasy league for seven years. It's hard to believe, guys. I don't know how we made it this long. So this is Vic and OJ7. I don't know why I'm keeping this edgy joke going. Uh, It's funny. I just thought it'd be funny that, like, the co-owners of a team are Michael Vic and OJ Simpson. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Last year was Ragnarok? Uh, Yes. Gronk. Ragnarok. Because I had Gronk again. Uh, I don't know. This one will be like Vic and OJ seven, and then I'll like try to think of a joke about like who I get. But uh... end game. Oh well, that implies that it's the last time I <laughs> do fantasy football. This uh, is your last year. Then you just you poof into. I'm not dust. Dumb. I'm not gonna pretend that I'm gonna stop doing fantasy football every year. Every year. Uh, <laughs> every five minutes. Uh, <laughs> how about instead of doing a mock draft, how about we do this? How about we do? I'll just ask questions. It's Corey's idea. You can do it when he's here. Right. Right. When he loses his Jets job. I'll just ask. I'll ask. Because I've, I've, I've already kind of like planned this out. I'll ask a couple of questions. We'll just go around the table. And answer them. And we'll answer them. Oh, that's fine. I like right. this. This is fun. So the first one I thought of. Who is the player that's going to be taken in the top five 
this year in every mock draft that's going to bust. Go. Justin first. Hmm. In the top five? Top five. Who's a top five player that at the end of the 2019 season, you're going to look back and think, man, whoever took him. If people are still doing it, Todd Gurley. That's what I was going to say, I, I don't have do- a lot of basis to think it. I, honestly- I do. Uh, he's a knee. Oof. Ouch. My knee. Ow. Oh, God. My knee. Ow. How bad is that issue? <laughs> he has bad. arthritis. It, it was so bad that uh, he the, the Super Bowl happened. But He has arthritis. Like, this isn't like he has arthritis. This is a serious issue. Actual arthritis. Well, he's still in the top five, so I guess talk early, yeah. If Doug Early is still the top, I don't know how. I don't know what fantasy big boards look like. I mean, like, right like I, don't, I just pulled one up written by some Yahoo. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> by Yahoo, Mike Clay, ESPN writer. Sure. Hey, okay. There whatever. you go. There you go. That's he's he's at the bottom of the top five, and then you go to Le'Veon Bell, who I think is kind of high. But uh, he's a little high too. Well, it's just such a question mark. All these X. Dude, like he on tried a team that they've been he, on for years. Players. He tried to go to Miami, but then he fell. Fell. Who? Todd Gurley. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, we, we made that joke on that in that episode, and then it came true. <laughs> it did. It was bad. I felt so bad. We, we caused stop, this. We need to stop making jokes because we're getting people hurt. We have too much power here <laughs> Matt, in football. After who's dark. the top five player that's going to bust this year? All right. Um, it's based on how much Cam Newton plays, but the answer is Christian McCaffrey. He's number two. He's number two on my list. I would agree. Because of that exact reason. If Cam doesn't play, he's If fucked. Cam doesn't play, man, you better drop Christian McCaffrey yep. like, way down. Let me uh, let me call Corey and see what he thinks. Are you calling Corey? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, it's I, me, Corey. I have, I have the most unpopular It's going to be Todd Gurley because it's penance for ruining the Saints' chances. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh. I have the most unpopular answer. Yeah? Saquon Barkley. Nah. Saquon Barkley's my answer. Go, go ahead and try answer? to justify okay, I had the number one pick because be getting in every single fantasy Saquon so last year, <laughs> if you watch the Giants, Seek. Saquon Barkley, this is basically every single Saquon Barkley game. Two-yard run, two-yard run, two-yard run, negative two-yard run, three-yard run, 40-yard touchdown. Yeah. That's basically what he is, right? That sounds right. like good numbers to me. Don't right. matter if they win the game, it certainly It certainly helps a whole lot when you have... Odell Beckham Jr. as a threat on your team. I can see that. They, they have no weapons. They're they gonna, have, he's going to have to face eight-man boxes all season. They have, he's he's in danger of being the David Johnson of last year. Right. Where literally they have absolutely no one pays any respect to anybody else. And they just gang up on him. And then Eli throws a bomb-ass pass. Right. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. But like... Eli, and even if Eli is throwing it around to Sterling Shepard or Evan Ingram, right, who are only, like, the remedial talents they have left, right? Victor Cruz is going to come back. I know, right? (laughs) Evan Ingram can't stay healthy, right? So teams are going to let Eli get those plays. They are not going to let Saquon Barkley run all over the place. Saquon Barkley's still going to have, like, over 200 fantasy points, right? He's still going to be really good. But I'm, like, I'm into, like, I said this today. At the end of the year, after the 16 games are over, you're going to look at Saquon Barkley game by game, and you're going to find, like, three games where he scored, like, 40. And then yeah. you're going to find a whole bunch of games where he scored, like, eight, 
10, 12, like, not running back number one numbers. I was like, oh, every number one, every running back has those games. Yeah, not like half the season, right? That's what costs you leagues, right? Once again, I think everybody's number one pick should be uh, Zeke. Yes. Or Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, like everybody was thinking, oh, he's going to sink because he doesn't have an RB2 anymore. Like, literally, the Tabernese Murray is the same thing. He's the same thing, but not as. In, like, not in, as agile. He's the same thing, but not as, like, enticing to give the ball right. in certain situations. But he is very, like. He is, he's a, he's like a fucking power me, back. And for, he's good. For me, it would I be. Like this would be my top five, like, running backs. It would be Zeke 1, Kamara 2. If McCaff- if Cam plays McCaffrey three, right? Then then Saquon, then probably Saquon, and then Gurley. I, I, I guess I don't know if I can put Gurley. No, I, but I like Gordon. Like I, I would say Melvin. I can't. How could you possibly trust Todd Gurley with literally arthritis? I hope he ends up on my uncle's team because Uncle Mike person. I think he picked four or five. He did pick four. He picked four because as long as I get one of those top five running backs, uh, and I picked four just in case. I hope he he takes Gurley. He can have him. I don't want him. So if you switch this question around to what's the safest pick in the top five, is it Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott is the bona fide easy money player. He might not end, end up being the best no, no, because no, the safest pick because he doesn't get a lot of passes his way, but rushing yards and touchdowns, he's elite. Yeah, yeah. And Dallas has pick. had the like the fewest structural changes. Right, Dallas will be good this year. They have that uh, core defense that is amazing, and an offense that got better with better wide receiver weapons. Right, so now Zeke can't get stacked every single play anymore. Right. Are we He's, are we coming back to good Dallas then? Maybe. No. I don't think at least good, playoff Dallas. They weren't bad last. I year, think Philly. Saying. I think Philly kind of comes back as like the favorite in that division. Yeah, Carson Wentz probably. Apparently, the team has been uh, getting together better ways to keep Carson Wentz healthy, and the team is <laughs> like I hope so. Ecstatic about how healthy he should be. So <laughs> getting we'll ways together to get like oh yeah, just don't run. Like, like health regimens for him. Oh yeah, to keep him like. Like Lucy Goosey and get healthy. him on that TB12. All right, so maybe <laughs> next it works. Next, uh, EBTB12. He, he, he got his EBTB12 card. Next question. <laughs> next question. Yes, next question. And again, we're talking we're just, just fantasy, right? Right, yeah, just from a fantasy standpoint. Where should Dwayne Haskins get drafted? Last round. <laughs> I, I'm, not ta- I'm talking like, okay, there's 12 of us. Yes. Right? 12 of us in this league that we do. Right? Right. We each, unless it's your uncle, are going to take two quarterbacks. So that's 24 quarterbacks. Yeah. Get drafted. Normally in our league. Right. right. Where will he be taken, and if so, where? Oh, I he'll think... be taken as a flyer towards the end. Right. He's going to be one of the, kind of like how Baker was drafted by people last year. It's going to be similar where it's just like you've gotten your quarterback and it's your guy, but you're going to scoop up this. Cause same with like Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. was last year, where it's like you you don't know for sure, but prospects look good. So grab them as your, your backup and throw them on the bench. And then if they're great, you can just start them and not worry about it. 
Alright, so part two of the question is... Do you take Dwayne Haskins before any of the rookies from last year? Um, yeah. You take him before Allen. I don't think so. Actually, no. No, no Josh Allen gets a lot of rushing yards. I think the only one I would consider taking him before is Rosen. And I would have a hard time Rosen. Yeah, it. Rosen is a gamble still, this I think. The thing I'm looking at has him ranked 31st out of quarterbacks. Really? Yeah. Probably because they just don't think and he's going to play every game. The overall ranking is 296 out of the top 300 players. Man, <laughs> I had to scroll past. A Where, lot is of he? Shit. I'm assuming he's lower than Case Keenum. Then he is the last not defense thing on this list, so he's lower than everybody. I'm pretty sure. That means he's going to be the highest scoring quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, interesting to note, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with this, although I wouldn't draft him. The lowest ranked quarterback on this man's list is Foles. Oh no. Oh wow! Okay, I just so where does Foles? Like, where do you think Foles falls? I think he's in another this? gamble pick. I don't think he should. Yeah, he, you wouldn't use him as a starter. No, you wouldn't use him as a starter. But that's another thing where, like, he might be good. So just a uh, Jacksonville see, quarterback should never. I mean, be if your you get to the playoffs, you could just start him in December. See, my normal strategy in fantasy <laughs> is I'm I'm the guy hey. that waits very, 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 very long to take quarterbacks. I'm like I basically won a championship flexing my quarterback every week. I might try to wait this year because uh, I always feel like I I reach a little too much and then try to get like Aaron or something early and then it always backfires. On Aaron? It's well, only the last two every years. time I get him, it does. Fans. Well, it, it's been it's been Aaron getting hurt two years in a row. Yep. Because like, don't be mistaken, he was hurt last year. Just because he played doesn't mean he wasn't hurt. He was hurt. He was struggling I'm aware. because he was hurt. That's not gonna. That's not gonna produce you good fantasy playing or not. I know he's hurt. I saw that Game of Thrones episode. He got burned oh alive. God. Yeah, Aaron made a cameo. He got burned alive. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. he did. It was great. That's so weird. He was a soldier. <laughs> Rest in peace, Aaron. <laughs> you can see his fucking nose sticking out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you can see his face with like the most noticeable feature in this group of just like faceless people. It's his giant fucking nose that <laughs> <laughs> sticks the hell out. <laughs> It does. That man's got a big nose. All right. So, I wanted to ask the Dwayne Haskins thing because I thought it would be interesting. Yeah, I think it is. He's one of those, like, reserve guys. is, and this is, Justin brought this up, like, numerous times last year. And most of the time, and this is why I'm bringing it up, because Justin, like, stands for this guy. (laughs) Is, (laughs) Is Greg Zerline... Yeah. Worth a top, like, one of your top eight picks. No. Whoa, 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 Did you say a kicker? Justin numerous times last year would say, this guy's scoring higher than both my flex and my third receiver. My, and my he was. Combined. I just don't think he's going to do it every year. I think the Rams are going to take a little bit more of a dive this year. Because were, maybe not in traditional, fan, not in traditional fantasy, but this fucking fantasy league with the goddamn kickers, they need nerfed. I nerfed them last year. Greg Zerline was scoring between him. Greg Zerline in in uh, in 2017, 2018. That's a, yeah, that was a 2017 season. I'm gonna have him in 2018. Yeah, in the 2017 the season, he was he was probably I think he was the the best scoring kicker in the 2017. He season. wasn't the most accurate. He was the highest scoring. Because he was just kicking so many field goals. Like, Rams scored a lot of field goals in 2017. Uh, 
And he, long ones. Yeah, and long ones, they, too. They play out... Well, they played indoors. He was scoring between 12 and 17 points every week as a kicker. It was ridiculous. Is he your number one kicker no matter what? Not this year. What is he? Oh, it's, is he? Why wouldn't he be this year? Why would he not be? I think the Rams are going to take a bit of a dive. That might be a good time to draft their kicker then, actually. I, I mean, the only other one I think of would be, like, Tucker. Yeah, I mean... Because t- Tucker's, like, the GOAT. Tucker's always the safe That's pick. That's who I always shoot for. Yeah, Tucker's the safe above pick. Above everyone else. And then maybe Guskowski, because um, like, just the Patriots will score. Ah. Robbie Gold. Oh, yeah, Robbie Gold's really good, too. We don't even know who he's going to play for. He Where's to- Blair Walsh? Not in the NFL. The inaugural Dead. La Liga first pick of all time. <laughs> That's the- Man, that set like- the tone. <laughs> that set the tone for the last seven years. Yeah, it did. Uh, is he going to go play in the XFL? Maybe. Man, can't wait for that. Did you know in the XFL, after you score a touchdown, you're going to have an option mm-hmm. to get an extra point, two extra points, or three extra points? Yes. I, I listened to that episode, actually. I don't know how that's going to happen. They haven't explained uh, it yet. Vince will do a line of coke and figure it out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to show you... Uh, that must later. be where Gase gets I found a Twitter thread of oh. just stories uh, about Vince on. McMahon. I read it. It's amazing. Because I saw it, and it's I was I saw incredible. you shared it, and I was like, I need to read this. It's, it. I felt there was a point where I just actually thought to myself, this doesn't end. This just tweet thread just keeps going. <laughs> it just goes on indefinitely because there's no lack of stories about Vince McMahon. <laughs> All right, so another question is... So, okay... This is I don't I don't want to be redundant, but like, so we are talking. Okay, so who's the player in the top five that's gonna bust, right? Right. It's kind of hard to pick like a section of the draft where it comes from, but like, basically, it's like who is and this is this is probably not a good idea to ask because we're all in a league together. Oh, it's fine. But like, who as of right now? And you could just throw one out. It doesn't need to mean you have to do, like, research or whatever. But, like, who's, like, your your sleeper? Like, who's the person? I actually do have to do, I, I just forget the guy's last name. Because I know Matt has. I guarantee you Matt has one already. What are you talking about? What are you? Don't, don't, don't give me that. Like, it's McCole Hartman. No, I know. Why is it McCole Hartman? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's the other running back we just drafted. I don't. I don't know. I'm blanking on the name. Sharkandrick West. No, because he's gone. Oh, where, I know. Where's gone? The guy we just. So they need to rent him really again. Fucking fast and cool looking. Sharkandrick West is always available to rent. <laughs> it's true. I can go ahead with mine. Um, Joe Mixon. He's your sleeper. I think he's gonna be well. Yeah, because like compared to where he will be drafted, I think he'll be a top five. You think he'll finish as like a top five running back? Yes, but not be drafted in the top five. Right, like he'll be like a fifteenth, sixteenth running back taken. Yeah, I think he'll be. Yeah, he's going to be taken on average higher, but I think he's going to be vastly underrated for how he's going to perform. You have a you have a Bengals team that is probably going to have to rely on him a lot more, and that swings either one or two ways. It either buries them or they thrive. It depends on how good the running back is. I think Joe Mixon is They're very be number talented. four this year. I think Joe Mixon is very, very talented, and uh, I think he he's the kind he's of, in the pit. Yeah, he is in the pit. He's playing from in the pit. But he's but he's been oh, doing well he enough. Do? He knocked a woman out in a McDonald's. Well, right. I should have guessed. Uh, that's 
<sighs> Never ends. Anyway, yeah. but as far as fantasy goes, uh, well, that changes everything. Let me tell you. Well, <laughs> it's fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's Darwin Thompson. That's who he is. Okay. Him and Mercole Hardman as a Chiefs fan. Um, I know there's bias there, but I'm definitely 100% drafting Hardman. Oh, also, uh, Aaron Jones! Are, are we specifically talking running backs? No, you can talk, you any, talk any player. No, because oh, Hardman's a wide receiver. Oh, okay, I got you. Just, uh... Hey, I don't know all the player names. Everybody, including the Packers organization, sleeps on Aaron Jones. Uh, Nick Chubb, my answer, though. Ooh! Because, uh, everybody's gonna look at the two big, big, big old names in the Browns offense. The Baker and the Odell Beckham Jr. 2. Uh, <laughs> the sequel to Odell Beckham Jr. on the Giants. I also, guess. don't sleep on uh, Noah Fant. Flacco's got to throw the ball to someone. <sighs> yeah, but like who? stole mine. Mine was Noah Fant. How oh, was it? <laughs> mine was Noah Fant. <laughs> I I think Noah Fant's gonna finish as like a top five tight end, and he's gonna be taken in like the third to last round. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, How apparently, you say his name? Noah Fant. Because I, I'm just I'm just peppering news in today. Like apparently, when you're telling uh, someone no offense. No offense. No yeah, fans. sure. <laughs> no offense. It's like a foreigner saying no offense. Some some more oh. some more peppered in news. Uh, apparently the uh, the Broncos and Flacco have been getting along swimmingly. Apparently he was uh, he was doing very well there, very welcomed. He's been getting along with the team great. They're all behind him. Is he okay with getting uh, benched again this year? For crap. Uh. What the hell is his name? Yeah, exactly. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it, the kid from Mizzou. Help. <laughs> Help. The quarter- Help. The quarterback from Mizzou that got drafted by the Broncos. Oh, fuck. We're such good sports guys. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so mad I'm at myself. i worse than you guys. Don't look at me. I'm so mad. Man, we do this Keenum. bi-weekly. You think we'd know. It's not Will Greer. Will Greer went. Will Greer. These all went sound like Broncos quarterbacks. So Ca- Carolina. That's right. a hard thing to say. It is. Damn. He's going to start. He's going to start, and then he's going to do well, and they're going to trade him. Yeah. That's the plan. That is the plan. That's the Broncos MO. Drew Locke. No, that's Drew the... Locke. There we go. Whoo. He's going to be benched again for remember Drew Remember everybody thought the Patriots were going to take him? The Patriots? <laughs> they don't care. They Tom got Nikhil Harry, who actually. Is another sleep. There's a lot of good like rookie sleepers. Like people say, this draft class was like not good, and it's like wasn't. But there's a lot of good sleepy boys in there. Got a lot of boys that could pay Nik- off. Nikhil Harry is gonna be fine so long as they don't make him run any deep routes, because like he doesn't separate very well, and Brady doesn't well, throw got, the deep ball as good as he used to. They have Edelman for that. Oh, Edelman separates very well. Right, but also Edelman doesn't run deep routes because he's five foot tall. Right. So, they still don't have, like, a vertical threat. Sorry, Tom Brady isn't throwing unless, that far unless, anyway because nobody can get there that fast because of how fast he throws the ball. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They don't even need it. They don't really need it. The only time they really need it is when they're trailing and when they're down, which is why, like, in the games this year where the Patriots lost, like, to Tennessee and to Detroit when they, like, when they went, like, down by a lot. Yeah, they're supposed to lean on Gronk for Early. that kind of stuff, but he wasn't, like, 100%. Yeah. Like, they basically, like, couldn't come back because they were like, damn, like, our entire offense is based around, like, Brady getting the ball as fast as possible. We need first downs. 
Like as fast as possible. Yeah, and then like like I said, usually they rely on Gronk, but he wasn't hundred percent at all. Until last the season. basically until the Super Bowl. Right. And then he caught the biggest catch of his career. Yeah, it's nuts. And then retired. Are we open to questions or do you want to keep coming out? No, you can you can Yeah, absolutely ask them. Alright. Antonio Brown and his replacement, <laughs> the Juju. Yeah. Who gets drafted first though in a fantasy league? Antonio Brown will still get drafted first, but he's not going to be the con- Antonio Brown went from the cons- is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Antonio Brown went from the consensus number one wide receiver for like four years to now he's going to be a second round pick. You, your first wide receiver off the board is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Like best hands Hopkins, in the league. Best hands in the league. But, His, uh, in the last saying. two years, in the last two years, or at least last year, something he's led something in receptions or reception yardage. And his reception touchdown total, the only person who's matched him is Antonio Brown. Yeah. And then now he's going to a, I'd a situation def- I'd that's definitely much more take Juju first, although Juju is very questionable to me as well, because in terms of, like, can he be a wide receiver one? It depends if Samuel steps up. Yeah. Washington. Washington. I don't no, want to I know. Samuels. I'm Washington. No, Jalen Samuels is the backup running back. That's what was. That's what I got that mixed up. Yeah. I got, I got those two mixed up. Yeah, Washington. We drafted the, the Steelers drafted freaking Benny Snell from Kentucky, and he's like good. That's a good Steelers name right there, Benny Snell. Because it's weird as shit. He also took number twenty six like immediately. Oh fuck! I'm like, oh great, like we have another petty running back. But it'll get retired in the future. Fuck it. It will get retired eventually, just like eighty four will. He'll come back and. No hard like, feelings, right? Yeah, hey, everybody. Antonio Brown will get on the mic like, I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually he actually tweets a lot and talks about how like he loves Steeler fans still. And like that was like his well, favorite part. They don't like him. I, they, I hope we don't play Oakland this year. We don't. Uh, good. Wait, do we? Uh, no, we don't. Look, play. I've been to a Steelers game. Steelers fans hold grudges because they're awful people. And I, I know, agree. I know because I'm one of them. But, uh. <laughs> I'm not awful. I don't. I don't hold the grudges. I just. I just know of things. You know, when I went to one, there was a. Uh, uh, it was against the Patriots, and uh, Legarrette Blunt came out, and uh, who used to be on the Steelers, so everybody booed, and then this guy behind us uh, started yelling. Why don't you go hang out with your friend Hernandez? And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? He Aaron a... Hernandez is dead. <laughs> oh my <laughs> what the god! Fuck? He was a murderer. He didn't even know Aaron Hernandez. He just joined the Patriots. What the fuck? <laughs> I was flabbergasted. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> Like, is he telling him to all go right. die? Jeez, how edgy. I want you... Alright, uh, we'll do some. This might take a little bit, but it'll be fun. We're not doing a draft, right? But I want you to give me, thinking about it as realistically as you possibly can off the top of your head, give me your ideal fantasy roster this year, starting. My ideal fantasy roster? Right. If oh, you If man. you have any kind of draft, just think of something. Alright. Okay, yeah, okay. My my ideal fantasy draft, my ideal fantasy. My ideal draft would be going I'd be going 5th. Okay. Kamara falls to me. Yeah. Because people 
are dumb and take Barkley. Cam plays and people take McCaffrey. Someone is intelligent and takes Zeke. And someone doesn't know how arthritis affects the human body and takes Todd Gurley. Yeah. I get Kamara for the second year in a row. At five? Draft comes around. I take James Conner. I basically don't have to touch my running backs ever again. Right. Um, in the third round, I take... Ooh, man. Either the best tight end available, or maybe I take... Oh, God. I'm trying to think of, like, what wideouts would be available there. And I'm, I'm like, it's so hard. Because you're thinking, like, okay, top three. Because last year, if it was last year, I would have been like, oh, man, I'll take, like, Stephon Diggs or Adam Thielen. I don't want to touch either of them. Yeah, because nobody trusts Cousins. This year. now cause no not, one even, trusts... not even the Vikings trust Cousins. Yeah. Um. Okay. In the third round, I would take either best available tight end, but it would have to be either Kittle or Ertz. It would have to be one of those two. Okay. If they were both gone, because Kelsey would be gone. Kelsey's going to be gone probably yeah. like the second if, round. If either of them, or both of them are gone, I would take the best available wide out. In the fourth round, I would take whatever I didn't get in the fourth. It's so like if I got my tight end in the third, in the fourth, I'd take my wide out, my first one. If I took wide out, then I would probably just do another wide out. So the two, so I go running back, running back, wide out, wide out. In the fifth round, I want Mitch Trubisky. Ooh, interesting. I want him to be my quarterback this year. Um, I also want the Bears' defense, but that's like later. Right, you can do that late. Um, nobody has. I do want Noah Fant. Noah Fant's my sleeper. Yeah. Um, I also want Rashad Penny this year. I didn't take him last year because I thought the Seahawks were, had too many running backs. They still have too many running backs. But I'm hoping that Rashad Penny actually turns out to be good. Um, oh, possible other option in the third round. If I don't get, you know what? I'm going to change it to this. If I don't, if I can't get a top tight end, my third pick's going to be Philip Lindsay. Oh, and I'm gonna take yeah. three, I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take, take three straight running backs and then just take none, no more. Like right. just, I'm just gonna plug those three guys in, put Philip Lindsay in my flex, and just plug and play receivers and tight ends all year. That's what I want. I want Kamara, Connor, Philip Lindsay. That's my like top three, and then like players I'd like would be like Mitch and Fant and Rashad Penny. Um. Who would be another, like, really cool... <laughs> I want... Someone mentioned to me, like, taking uh, DK Metcalf because he's in Seattle. And, and Doug Baldwin goes, like, I'm not touching DK Metcalf. Not because I don't think he's going to put up numbers because he will because he's with Russell Wilson. I just... Don't trust him. I don't trust him. Right. Um. Another player that I think I would take as, like, a low-end risky rookie pick would be A.J. Brown. Yeah, okay. For the Titans? Yeah. Um, Might actually have a good... He potentially could be the best receiver this year as far as production goes. Because Marquise has that weird Linz Frank injury that's really bad. And DK I don't trust. And Arizona has three of them! I don't think any of them are going to be that good. No. 
Because um, Kyler Murray is going to be running for his life all year. So, yeah. That's like my ideal. So my top three are those three guys. If I can't have Lindsey, I'll take like a top tight end. And then like I want Mitch somewhere. I want Fant somewhere. Penny. Yeah. Okay. That's Matt. what I want. All right. He's going to name the entire Chiefs roster. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> what he's going to do? It's fun. Two years ago, that wins you a fantasy championship, okay? I said one stealer. <laughs> Last year, it could have. It's very possible. Yeah, it was close. It was close. Because you just need Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want Zeke. I want Zeke so bad. So, you, so you'd pick first? No, no. Because he's not going to go first overall. He's not going to go first. Dumb. The only way he's going first is if I go first, and I'm not going first. No, he's he, he won't go first overall. Okay, if I went first, first, I who goes Zeke. first in our league? Incidentally, Corey. He's not he'll take Zeke. Zeke. No, he's taking. Corey's one hundred percent taking Saquon Barkley. Yeah, okay. Saquon Barkley's gonna go first, and then not co- yeah, he didn't. That's need right, yeah, guys. I'm doing Barkley. it. Saquon Barkley will go first, and then I don't know if Kamara will go second. I, I'm almost. I'm. I'm, I'm like eighty percent sure Zeke will be there at three. So I'm taking Zeke. Then it'll come back around. If he's there, you take Travis Kelsey. If Genhart takes him, you take Derrick Henry. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt. Remember when I did that last Matt. year? It sucked. Did you not learn? They don't trust him. They don't know how to use him. They have a different offensive coordinator now, and he's all they got. He's not, they still have Dion Lewis. Again, he's all he's got. Oh, God. I'm, I'm getting on the Derrick Henry train. Trap. I'm getting on the Derrick Henry train. It's a trap. I'll see you not in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> um, I love that trade, though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Then I want T.Y. Hilton. Oh, you you love I got man love for T.Y. Got, Hilton. You love T.Y. I T.Y. love your boy. He doesn't get touchdowns, but he gets a lot of catches. He's my boy. He does. He's like easy, like eight to ten catches, anywhere from eighty to hundred plus yards a game. Mm-hmm. Just about. Um, obviously, I'm targeting Mahomes. Uh, in maybe the fourth round, maybe the fifth round. We'll see. You are not taking Matt. Let no. me tell. Let me tell all the listeners at home. <laughs> what are you saying? Let me tell all of you. <laughs> Let me tell you all this. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about Matt Dustman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Let me tell you a little bit about let me tell you about, about Matthew Dustman. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Matt Dustman, I would bet my life <laughs> that if Patty Boy is sitting there at the end of the second, <laughs> I will put where do you pick? Third. You're picking the I will put the sticker up for the person that's picking fourth, and I'm I'm not even going to ask him. I'm just going to walk over to the red sheet and scroll on over, like, where are the M's at? Matt's going to have his little hat on, like, put him on the book. I'm not even going to get a chance to pick, peel the sticker off. <laughs> if, our, if our other Chiefs fan doesn't take him, which you won't because he's paranoid, you will not... I'm telling all of you right now. You're listening. Mm-hmm. Matt's trying to, Matt's mm-hmm. trying to bamboozle all of you, trying to say he's going to wait till the fourth round to take the overall number one quarterback in every fantasy draft, and he's a fan of the team. Yeah, you're taking him to the third. Uh huh. Yeah, no. You think you really think I'm just going to take uh, Mahomes and Kelsey? Yeah. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? No, huh? I don't think it's going to happen. That's why I'm trying to. Here's another thing that I want to tell everybody at home. Everyone, everyone that's in this league, we're all homers. We're all homers. We all take players from our favorite teams. We have two Packers fans that fight over Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. No, Shively relinquished Devontae Adams to me two years in a row. To have Aaron, though. Yeah, but, like, I didn't want Aaron. I wanted Devontae mm-hmm. both times, and mm-hmm. I was right both times. Me and Genhard have at times... Bickered about Le'Veon and Antonio. I've known, I've known about Devontae for Now years. we get to bicker about Juju and Connor. Which uh, is admittedly less valuable, so I guess that's fine. Yeah. That could just slip into the We second. have two Chiefs fans. That's half the league mm. that is is made up of, of things. Then we have a Bills fan, Cowboys fan, uh, 49ers fan, Saints fan, um, Giants fan. Ryan's... Maybe he could. Maybe he'll be a Browns fan again because he was. No, he said he won't. He said he's he a Bears fan. He's wrong. He picked like another bad team. Yeah, I don't um, know. And they were good last year. Yeah, they were good last year. So we all homer usually. Oh yeah. Uh, Don would regularly pick Odell. I I usually relinquish myself to two homer picks mm-hmm. in a draft, and that's it. But that's all I'll give myself is two. Unless for some reason there's another Packers player that's best available and it makes sense. I've relinquished myself to two. Geronimo Allison. Yeah, actually. I. Matt, go ahead and finish before I do mine. Because I'm going to talk about that. Is there anything anything else you're thinking of what you would do? Okay, anyway. Just go, go for it. Other players. I want to get Josh Jacobs, even though he's a Raider. Okay. How dare you? I know, right? I'm reporting you to the authorities. No. Chiefs fans will know the truth. Those don't exist in Oakland. So you're good. That's okay. I want him anyway. Um, it, It's not a meme. I'm drafting McCole Hardman. Okay. Um, I mean, he's going to play when Sammy Watkins gets hurt. Yep. That's a bad contract. Yeah, it's a really bad contract. Well, whatever. He's our number one receiver right now. So yeah. Anyway. Uh... Gosh, I don't know. I, I the other wide receivers I want. I, if I get T Y, I'll figure it out from there. I'll I'll get T Y and Mercole. If I get Kelsey, great. If I don't, I'm going for like O J Howard or something at tight end. Um, because Jameis Winston's gonna play all 16 games, and Howard is his favorite target. Okay. And they don't have Deshaun Jackson to steal targets and shit anymore. No, they don't. He gone. Oh, throw Allen Robinson in on mine. I stand for Allen Robinson. I don't. I did. I don't anymore. I love Allen Robinson. It's my boy. Um, AR-15, dude. I want to get... <laughs> his nickname, dude. I know. That's crazy. Uh-oh. No, because, like, I, I kind of want to, like... I kind of want, like, the Browns' defense. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Because... Two games against no, we uh, we don't know what the Steelers are going to be like exactly, but like after everything they've lost and everything in turmoil, it's a roll of the dice with them. They're either going to be good or they're going to suck. And so they get two games against them. They get two games against the Bengals, who are the new worst team in the foot in the NFL next to the Cardinals, and then the Ravens, where as soon as everyone figures out Lamar Jackson, like they started to at the end of last season, they're going to suck. Also. So I kind of want the Browns' defense for six good matchups. And uh, 
the Browns also have matchups against the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. That's six good matchups plus three is nine good matchups for a defense that had a lot of takeaways last year. Yeah, which means a lot of fantasy points. Okay, so my ideal spot would be probably sixth this year. I'm shocked. Now. And when I say I'm shocked, I'm not. Yeah. You always pick six. Right, but not for reasons as usual before. Uh, I want DeAndre I Hopkins. Gonna... Uh, oh, you want Hopkins. I want DeAndre Hopkins. I want the top five running backs to go, and then I grab DeAndre Hopkins. You don't want your boy? I don't, because instead, way later in the draft, I'm going to grab Geronimo Allison. Oh, okay. <sighs> and <laughs> I think he's going to be fucking on the goddamn comeback this year, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to be amazing. I don't think Devontae... Now, don't get me wrong. Devontae will also be amazing, but... Oh, he's the number two. He's the consensus number two wide receiver after Hopkins now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely is. And God, that probably sticks in I, God, I was, so, I was so fucking I was so fucking right about him, and y'all laughed at me! Who? Devontae. No, I never once disagree with you about Devontae Adams. He led the league in touchdowns two years ago. Yeah, he did. So good. No, I, it's not like if we're like refutable. I put him when we when we did our top our our top five wide receivers. I put him I put him at three, and y'all laughed at me. Well, yeah, because at that point, but I was right. I was I was I was right at number three. I was right. But I'm not taking him this year. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking Geronimo Allison instead later because I think that he will be very underrated. Speaking of that, if, depending on how the running back pool is looking, late uh, second round, I might go after Joe Mixon a little bit early, reach a little bit. Depends on how, if there's a big field of running backs gone already. There will be. I, I will, It'll get close enough coming back under the middle of that second round. That I'd probably want Joe Mixon. A lot of high risk guys are gonna go. Right. Um, when it comes back around for the f- uh, for the third and fourth rounds, I'm probably going to grab best available wide wide receiver running back just to fill those two other starting spots out. Grab somebody who is a starter, somebody who who will work for that. I I usually like to make sure I pick a primary Stealing guy and zone digs. in. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> And avoid them like the play. Play that roulette this oh, year. Oh, God, no. No thanks. I'm good. Just take them both. That, that's what you should do. Is just take them both and then whichever one's good, ride them. But I'm not fucking with that. Not in a million goddamn years. I hate doing that shit. I did that one year with uh, Broncos three years ago. Who oh, with it? Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah. And... Oh, that was the year I dumped Emmanuel Sanders on you. Yeah, and then I had both the Broncos receivers. You had receivers. to pick between him and Demarius Thomas every, every week. single week, yeah, and every week you picked wrong. Yeah, and it then sucked. every week you said, "Just screw it, I'll start on both." They both played bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, it was so funny. I it was like my plan to like sabotage Justin because that year was like it was basically like a two horse race between me and Justin. We were the two best teams. Yeah, and we met in the finals, and you had to pick. Again, wrong. in that game, like, shit, who do I play? Do I play Sanders or Thomas? And you picked wrong. I'm never doing that again. Um, I will, after that, um, I'm going to grab Andrew Luck in the fifth round. You just can't help yourself. I can't. I love him so much. <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. Fucking dork. I love him so much. 
He is a dork. <laughs> um, after that, I will. I I think he'll. Now he might not still be there. I don't know. I want Latavius Murray. Okay, just as like a like a eventual like flex like yeah I think matchup based guy yeah I think he'll be good in that aspect. He was last year in that aspect. There's gonna be a lot of games where the Saints are going up against some bad teams where they're gonna get ahead and they're just gonna pull Kamara. Yeah, I feel like he he. I feel like uh, Murray will probably get good amount of touchdowns too. He'll, he's a really good one yard line guy. Yeah, and so which makes me upset at the fact that I kind of want Kamara again. Yeah, because he he might be taking touchdowns. Yeah, um, he did fucking Ingram did last year and it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I'm w- so mad. I also want AJ Brown. Oh, you also want AJ? Yes, Brown. I do. See, I, I like AJ Brown a lot. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think there's not much of a big potential for targets on that team anyway. Besides him. Um, the only other one is Corey Davis, and he and he's can't stay okay. healthy. Right, and he's okay and can't stay healthy. So it, it's, yeah, it's. I think it's got to be him, and I think he'll he'll be able to step up and do pretty well, and you'll be able to take him late too, which is always a great bonus. Um, despite my better judgment uh, in the later rounds, I will probably take Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Good lord, still <laughs> sleeping, baby. I need to ride this train until it works. I'm, you, you know what, Justin? I'm gonna, I'm gonna spare you like the, the process. You don't even need to draft Jimmy. I'm just gonna put him on your team as your last pick. Yeah, and I don't because no one else far. is gonna take nah, it. I don't think he makes it that far. Nah, he will make it. Nah, he's he's still a starting tight end who catches passes. It, he he will go. It, he will go like I guess, but there's not 32 at least teams the so. last round. Right. No, but there's not there's not tight ends that are at say, like supposed to be as good as Jimmy Graham. I'm just on I'm most just of those harsh. teams, Sorry. right? At least half of them. Wow, you're being harsh. No way, Jim. Jim. Uh, I also That's, that guy won you a title. Uh, he's on a better team. I want to grab Robbie Gold wherever he goes as my kicker. I want him bad. I think he's gonna be real good no matter where he goes because he's amazing. Robbie, solid gold. He's so good. He's so good. What about you, Genhart? Well, I was I was gonna. I was oh, gonna take a. I was gonna do a do a do a defense. Oh yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Um, I want to do the Packers defense. I can under, I can see that. I really can't. Honestly, no. I can see the Packers. If, if here's the thing though, if if they stay healthy, they have a very young, athletic defense. Right. I with think they two have two very good corners. Right. I think they have a a very good potential to be in games where. Yeah, if the corners can shut down, especially heavy passing teams, are going to get fucked by the Packers. Um, but it, it it's a little difficult to tell. But I could that's a defense I could pick like late late because nobody else cares. But I just looking at what they've done this off season to their defense on paper looks great, and we'll have to see what happens. The only other defense I would take would be the Jaguars. Yeah, they're still good. The Jaguars and the Bears are the only two defenses I want. If, if I don't get either of those two, if they both go beforehand, I'm just, just going like, to I'm, I'm just going to flex a defense every week. Right. All right, Genhart, go ahead. Well, uh, I was also thinking middle this year. Uh, middle to like, you know, like something in the 6, 7, 8 range, I'd say. Uh, definitely try to get DeAndre Hopkins, I'd say. But if I'll you're, settle if you're in, for Devontae Adams. It ain't a big deal. If you're 6 in a 12-person league, you're probably going to get DeAndre. That's fine yeah. by me. But if he's gone for some reason... You take Devontae. He's I'll, almost as I'll good. I'll probably take one of the running backs that someone didn't take. Devon, Devontae going to get touchdowns. But i also take DeAndre. Devontae always gets touchdowns. Devontae, so you I can mean, always sorry. rely on that. And then uh, when it comes back around to me, uh, 
I think I'm just going to double up on a wideout, and I'm either going to take a risk on Odell Beckham Jr. or go with Juju, and I'm not sure which one of those is more risky, to be honest, and I'm not sure how much of a homer I'll try to be. Juju's riskier than Odell, I'd say. I don't know if that's true. I mean, Odell's a superstar. And he's still he's got Baker Mayfield throwing him the pass. He's Odell. still one of the best talents in the league. And think about what he was scoring with Eli Manning. O- very true. Odell has also missed like over a dozen games last year. Right, and that's and the sh- risk he take. actually sh- he like shattered his ankle. Mm. That's why it might be the best time ever to get him. Because uh, I can also just have you know D'Angelo at the same time. So fuck it, D'Angelo. I said his name. I'm stupid. You mean Landry? No, I meant DeAndre. Oh, DeAndre. I'm stupid. Oh, so you can have oh. both. Of them. <laughs> and if that pans out, you just had the best two wide receivers in the league. Now, obviously, we have a problem. I have nothing else right now. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, you can come back around, and I can maybe get uh, Chubb. Might be too high. Maybe I'll have to settle for somebody like you know in the Sony Michelle kind of range. He's he be uh, fine. Would be fine by me, I think. I think if he goes in the third round, it's a steal. A returning Devontae Freeman? Yeah, that maybe, too. Maybe, maybe. That, that, I'll go with that one. Tevin Coleman reuniting with Kyle Shanahan also great. in San Francisco? That's a, that's a big one. Uh, you know, that's like a big, like, ooh. If I somehow get a running back in those top three, then I'll try to do the tight end meme. But, like, I'm not going to force it to happen because... I just think the way that they all drop, it's a little hard to get, like, you know. Kelsey Kittle sounds great and all, but it might be hard to make it happen. Pick 11th. That's way too late for me. I usually don't like doing that. That's the, that's the best place for you if that's your strategy, though. I don't think it is this year. He says we'll this every see. year, guys. You're not going to win. If I don't do tight ends? Right. Wow, thanks. <laughs> it's the meme. No, because he, he has the done the tight ends. ends. Also usually he, he has done the tight ends and not won. It's just it happened to work one time. No, no, no. When he, when he does the tight ends and it pops, he's won. The other times he's tried it, it hasn't worked. Because the one, like, he'll pick one and they'll be good, and then the other one's like Gronk and he's hurt. Like, he'll pick Gronk first, and Gronk will bust, and then Genhart will pick a second one, and the second one's good. I mean, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I guess going down the line, uh, we would need another running back. I have no clue. You just get... By, by that time, there, there's a few that you could probably get. Get, uh... Get what's-his-name from... Um... The place with the, the, the stuff. Who? You just being a dick over here? What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, Thanks. who the fuck are you talking uh, you about? You know what? I know what I'll do. Derek in round Henry. Four. You can also just take Levy on. I know what I'll do in round four. I'll get Patrick Mahomes before Matt can get him. That's right. Or you take yeah. Derrick Henry. Nah, have Patrick Mahomes. Right, because Matt's going to wait till the fifth round to take him. Not going to happen. Right. He said fourth round, but if he's earlier than me, I can get him before him. And oh, then that's Matt's right. mad. Matt yeah. quits the league if this that happens. This means Matt has to get him nah. in the third. <laughs> Matt that's has when, to get him first overall. That's when Matt grabs Nick Foles and proves all of us wrong. Oh, my fucking Lord. Uh, Look, if I end up not getting Mahomes, I'm going for Baker. That's that's fair. That's fair. I do kind of want Baker, too, honestly. Mm. Baker was, like, the one guy where I was like, man, like I would really like to have Baker. I Baker. want Luck and Rosen. Luck and Rosen? Yeah. My, if, co- my, if I, uh, my combo would be Trubisky and Baker would be my combo. Love Trubisky. I mean, if I get DeAndre Hopkins, I don't trust him. 
I don't know. That's why it's great. <laughs> I might as well try to Game go for Deshaun Watson. I was gonna say like just take Deshaun, like, but like. God, that, he's such God, an that makes me risk. risky. Yeah, but you just take a yeah. take a solid back. Yeah, but he didn't get injured yeah, last sure. year. Joe he Flacco. got injured one year. Joe Flacco is on what team again? Broncos. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember where he even went. Broncos. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird year. He was Everybody, traded from the Ravens all, to the Broncos. It's like all the characters just got thrown into other shows. Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like. Josh Allen. Yeah, Negan's uh, in uh, Game of Thrones now. Josh Allen yeah. will rush for a hundred yards minimum. <laughs> So weird to me. Every game, every game. I'm still pissed off at Josh Allen for getting hurt and costing me a game last year that would have put me in the playoffs. Because freaking Derek Anderson played against the Patriots and they got down to the field. All they needed was eight points to, or touchdown to. I think either take the lead or win. And then he threw a pick six. I went all the way back. Oh man. I love when he started dropping 40 bombs in fantasy and everybody was like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know as many names as you guys. I'm not going to go deep into mine. That's Who fine. Do you want your defense you to know? be? Yeah, pick a kicker, pick a defense. I was thinking just like a starter lineup is like what I was thinking of. You don't have to go into backups. Who cares? Sure. Okay. Uh, God, defense is weird this year, I think. I mean, I, the Bears are probably the best one, right? You yeah, think? Yeah, Bears are the best defense. But that means I'm probably not going to get it. Cowboys. Right. That's not a bad one. Cowboys is a good option. How about um, are the Rams now? They have Aaron Donald. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You'll get sacks. You know, I, it might be a... You'll get points for sacks. A good early but not too early one to get would be the Rams, I would say. So I'll probably go with that. And then your kicker's going to be Sean Sweezum. I mean, I'll definitely try to get... Uh, why can't I think of his name? He's like Sebastian Janikowski. player I like. Tucker. Tucker. Tucker's the one I always try to go for. Sebastian Janikowski. Didn't you just retire? How yeah, many Kowskis you got? There's a the lot. Well, we lost two, I Steve, guess. D- Steven Gotzkowski. There was that one game a couple years ago where the Patriots were playing the Raiders and every single touchdown was scored by a player with the Someone last... Someone with Kowski. Yeah. in their name. That was the best it's game great. I ever played. It's the Kowski Bowl. The Kowski Bowl. I'll go with Justin oh, Tucker good. and then... Yeah. Uh, um, if if I have to settle for a kicker, I'm gonna try and like big brain it, and go with someone who I think is gonna not score touchdowns but score field goals, and that might be like somebody like the Jets kicker, <laughs> aww, <laughs> or like the Bills kicker because yeah, Josh Allen's gonna rush for eight like he's gonna have like an 80 yard run down to the 10 yard line and then throw three incomplete passes. I'm gonna definitely avoid the Bears kicker if he's still on that team. No. Oh, no, he's gone. Thank God. Okay. He went on Good Morning America and then got cut. Aww. He did go on Good Morning America. It was so awkward. <laughs> Just so that awkward. That was the weirdest fucking shit, dude. So awkward. Why Was his personality weird or something? No, it was just like... Or was he just like, I'm sorry, I let everybody down? Yeah! Aww. Like, they were just, like, asking him, like, how does it feel to let your team down? Oh, like, that type guys. of stuff. Jeez, fuck you off, Good have, Morning America. Yeah, they were like, oh, man, how, like, have you, like, how have you been since the game? Like, is everything all right? And he's like, no! Of course it's not all right. I don't have a job! Yeah. <laughs> My team probably would have... She left and took the kid. <laughs> My team probably would have went to the Super Bowl if I make that kick. True. Kicker's got to be one of the hardest jobs in the NFL because, like, everybody expects you to be perfect 100% of the time because you only have, the like, literally one job. But then if you do fuck up, well, it's fire. It's all about Ooh. when you fuck up. It's all about when you fuck up. Yeah. Ah. Well, usually when you fuck up, it's like a game. 
You have to be – being now. clutch is more important than being consistent. Hey, he was they, consistent they don't, they don't They don't always pay attention to your first quarter misses. They pay attention to your fourth quarter misses. Damn right. Yep, that goes usually. That's why uh, Mason Crosby's still kicking for the Packers. <laughs> He's He had an off year. Do we still have Sweesome? Do do they? I don't. I don't we know tried out was. another kicker. Oh yeah, so probably not. I mean, like he was. Look at that long. Look at that long pause in oh, there. I'll cut it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. No, I want that. Okay. I want it in there. I hate those. It makes me laugh. Sometimes for dramatic effect, you need those. Just be. No. Yeah. No. What do you mean no? No. All right. Whatever. I'm, what d- I'm just protesting you for no reason. All right. Well, oh, you, on my podcast the and contrary. this podcast. Yeah. No matter what podcast Everywhere. I go on. No matter, where I, no matter where I go, I'm fucking with you, Jen Hart. Oh, All right, everyone. Goodbye. I'm going to sleep. Oh, okay. You, do, you have, do you have anything you want to you want to ask everybody about fantasy? Any questions? Because you know, everybody's done something except you. You don't have to. It's okay. You can just say no. No. Okay. Very good. That's it. <laughs> That's all for us today here on Football After Dark. Wait, Thanks follow for us on social me media. Replacement follow social Fad Pod Twitter, Facebook. Yes, follow us on Twitter at FADP. We have new hosting for podcasts. Yes, we have new hosting for podcasts. It's the process of moving right now, so it's a little awkward, but we will be um, we'll be on our all of our usual services as we always are. But we will also be on Stitcher now. If Ma- you listen to us on podcasts.com, don't why. But you can't anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Make sure you follow Genhart on Twitter at Genhart, all caps. Yeah, and it's in all caps. And then make sure you also Get listen it. to our other podcast, The Gen and Jub Show. Oh, and, and uh, give us money. Yeah, go to, wow. Patre- <laughs> go to patreon.com slash FADPOD if you want to support us. And We're paying for hosting now. We need it. Yeah, now we need more money. Might have to start again and the amount, The amount the uh, hosting costs every month is the exact amount we make every month on Patreon. So we are at a dead zero right now. If y'all can come help out, that'd be Hell great. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Paying the podcast. It's like why we even do it. Shit. We're not paying. It's zero. We're, we're doing it for free. That's what I kind of just as, as, as said. No, you said pay into podcast. You're not paying. Not getting paid to podcast, I guess. Anyway, uh, Genhart, take us out. Not, you're fired. Loading a gun! <laughs> I took them all out. They're no! All out. No! That cannot be. <laughs> <laughs>